And why aren't you in uniform? It's what you all been waiting for, ain't it? Ain't it? And you already know what it is. You're kicking it with your man, Drew Ali. And we're doing it again big time here on As Told by Drew. And you know what we finna do? We finna play some good music, some good tunes, and we about to talk about some cool topics. Well, we got a backer topic here again today, so this came with some really big reviews, so I kind of wanted to do this one again. We're back again with Hotels 2. Well, I'm going to have some cool confessionals, some good music again to fit the mood. And on top of that, I'm going to tell you a cool story. And here I know I'm going to wrap it up with some poems. I know y'all like my poems. But first thing what we're going to do is going to get into this music thing with my girl Raven Lene with her dope, 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 dope track, Skin Tight, featuring Steve Lace. And you know what it is? It's As Told By Drew.
And I love that track, man. That's Raven Lene right there with her new track, Skin Tight, featuring Steve Lacey. You can find that on Apple Music or any musical platform that you can find, man. That's Spotify, too. So you already know what to do. Also, if you really want to find out my musical taste, you can always reach out to me and I can set you up with the links to all of my playlists on Apple Music. That way you can never miss out on any song that we're going to have right here on As Told By Drew. And to get into some topics here today, we're going to get back into our hotels topic. And I just want to first kind of set the basis for everything here. Uh, First off, let's kind of remove that stigma of what a hotel is. So, yeah, we're talking about things that involve scandalous behavior, fornication, and even just outright just nastiness. But in all actuality, man, what we're doing is is opening up a free space for you to come in and talk about the things that you want to talk about. And we'll have other topics like this down the line. So we definitely want all of you to reach out. And if you have a voice, find me, man, and I'll definitely make sure I get your voice on this podcast because i love you all man thank you all for vibing with me and checking in on me and making sure this podcast is as popping as it's gonna be and to all the followers out there in europe i appreciate you guys for listening man you guys are dope don't think i'm not paying attention to my feeds man i'm I'm definitely seeing y'all out there much love much 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 love man so Again here, we're going to be removing that stigma of what a hotel really is and allowing that free space. And also, not all tales are created equal. So you always got to keep in mind that even though you may be talking about something that's considered risque or kind of out there or even taboo, depending on where you're from, I'm in the Bibles. I'm in the Bible Belt in the South, man. If you know anything about being in the Bible Belt in the South, you know provocativeness is not proudly shown it's 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 almost deemed taboo here and you know when you live in a society like that everybody's a little bit more i would say sheltered more uh, in themselves and definitely a little bit more closed off about who they truly are so that's another thing what i wanted to make sure everybody knew is that if you do come out here and you you want to express yourself know this is a safe space and nobody's going to be outed nobody's going to get their feelings hurt and just because your story isn't considered maybe uber nasty or if your story is just absolutely disgusting just know we got you here on ask told about true but i'm gonna go ahead and keep flicking it and keep spinning these tracks for you man so I'm going to go into one of my favorite tracks, man. This is In My Room by Frank Ocean. And then when we come back to the show, I'm going to have a confessional for you guys. And then we're going to go ahead and keep the show moving. This is As Told by Drew. Don't sleep a seats, that's a mattress. Don't sleep a seats, that's a mattress. You ain't stingy, split your tablets. You don't flinch when camera flashing, flashing. Not fake, laid back, no, it's natural. And I think you made for the life I lead. I'm not fake patient, I don't fake sick. That kind of coffin don't need lean. Rest in peace, got this lust for life. Horny for the game. First they kiss, then they bite soft Then that 
bitch wanna play it off, huh? Fuckin' I'm pretty still in the pit of snakes with serpent shakes and brand new skills. I need a new face. I'm tired of these riddles, acting familiar. Take all the pride, can turn it to pop. They think of the Elvis, and they're grateful. They don't say thank you, don't say grace. I eat for meals, I eat for millions. Fuckin' I'm pretty still, look at my deal, Richard Mill. Look at my kids, flooded with diamonds. Look at my skills, running through blocks like 49ers, 49 diamonds. Stuff from my bracelet, that cost a while, that cost a while, but it ain't new. I had a knot at John Eric in my locker. Pretty still, it ain't no pretty pillars either. together that would be just about sex 
really like this man really thinks I'm supposed to just jump when he needs me to and he's not even my nigga. He hasn't done nothing for me but provided me with some dick. Cool. Mind you, this man just went off on me about how I need to talk to how I need to learn how to talk to a man. I need to get know what I want. And um I'm not gonna cuss him out. And he hops in my live and the first thing he comes out his fucking mouth that he said on my live is I need you for real for real. So I'm sitting here like this man is really playing mind games. Like, what do you need me for? So I get off live, he's calling me, he's calling me, he's calling me, and I'm like, wait, bro. He's like, I just had another situation, I think I just saw the car, I think I just seen the nigga, so I just came to another person's house, and I really need you to, you know, get me from around here. He said, it doesn't have to be right now, but it could be later. Like, he instantly thought I was just gonna come out where he was, pick him up, and take him where he needed to be. And I told him no. And he proceeded to come down on the fact he was like, oh, but it was quick for us to fuck. I said, first of all, that's how you approached me. I was only testing out your theory of saying that you were going to have me digmatized and it was the best dick ever and that it's going to be the only dick I will ever want when, in fact, false is not. It's not what I want. I don't want shit to do with you. And you don't bite the hand that feeds you. Don't sit here disrespecting me because I told you no and it hurts your motherfucking ego. You need to learn how to be a man. You you put yourself in this position when you started hustling the way you was hustling. <coughs> and again, he was mad because I was cussing him. He said, did you really, you know, answer my call to argue with me? I said, no. Did you really call me on some fuck shit thinking I was about to do everything you say after you just tried to disrespect me? He's like, well, if you really fuck with me, you would have made sure I was good. I said, if you really fuck with me, you respect me. And you will talk to me with respect. But considering the fact that you're stuck where you're at because of your own stupid-ass actions, is there anything else you need to say? He was like, nah, I'm good. Click, hung up the phone. I was like, bruh, why is this nigga so fucking crazy? I said, I know pussy good, but why is he so crazy? I go to his profile. And I see that this man is a Pisces. I swore to myself I would never fuck with a male Pisces. And this nigga is the main proof of why I will never fuck with another male Pisces. And to this fucking day, I'm glad I still haven't heard from him.
Basically, uh, life kind of happens, you know, and, you know, we never really got distant, we never really broke up, we never really made any significant wording of that this was an ending kind of situation, but you can always kind of feel the drawback in the room, you know, even when you would visit and her roommate would be there, you would always sense some kind of hesitancy in the air but you know you could just never really put your finger on it after a while so a couple months go by and i think it gets really really cold around this time so it's probably like late fall right around my birthday honestly maybe like early january and she just kind of hits me out the blue with the uh, i think we should see other people and of course you know i'm Irate. I'm not happy about the idea or the situation or even what the implications really mean in the future because this was somebody I was with for three years. I didn't really expect for anything to necessarily end just because, you know, we went less than an hour away from each other. But it did and it changed and it changed me and I went through really rough time, really, really, really rough time. And we kind of didn't talk for a while, but we had a lot of mutual friends um, at the time. And even one of my buddies was dating one of her friends still. So it was very awkward for, I think, just about everybody involved with the relationship, just because of how 
volatile it became really really fast it, it really kind of really became really toxic but fast forward say a month or so and well not a month i would say fast forward a couple of months because this this is around her birthday so it's it's been fairly warm but we've been distant for a while and you know things kind of go on you know you expect people to move on and everything and you know her birthday rolls around and wildly enough um i'm gifted an invite to said birthday party and of course i declined i didn't want to go i didn't want to be around you it, the way i was feeling it was just wrong but of course my friends went uh because they're of course dating the friends of my ex one being one of my bros who's gonna always be my bro and one of them i actually look at him as family so there was always gonna be eyes and ears everywhere but what was funny was i was set up that day and didn't even know it but luckily i turned down the invitation why because she had brought the new boyfriend to the party and that's where things started to get really really interesting when they get there my best friend and my family basically looks at the guy and just double take they do a legitimate double take you know and they're wondering like this this the guy this the guy and of course they're like yeah this this is him and it turns out the guy is a spitting image of me. <laughs> um, my best friend honestly couldn't tell us apart, really. Uh, my cousin couldn't tell us apart. And even her own friends admitted to me later that, yeah, he looked exactly like you, even down to some of the mannerisms you had. And I didn't know what to do with that information. I just kind of laughed. Um, at first and then I kind of started asking them more questions because of course when you're young and and you're egotistical you ask these questions and turns out they had been seeing each other since last August when she arrived to campus so anytime I was on campus he was off doing some kind of church group thing because this guy was deeply involved in the church she was just now turning into this fanatical Christian. She wasn't really like a super Christian before, like, you know, she went off to college. This whole like path, this was, this was her favorite phrase. I'm walking my path. And in my mind, I'm like, ain't we all walking our own paths? But you know, I digress. But yeah, so she basically, had been cheating on me for the entirety of the time she's been away at school. Uh, be it with someone who looks exactly like me, who talks like me, has similar mannerisms as me. The only difference was, was our faith. And my faith in particular didn't really mesh with hers. See, I had grown into a phase where I had just become a little bit more open where she has become a little bit more closed off. So while I was willing to experience the world, she was more willing to experience the one thing that she gravitated to. And that's where we kind of had our things. And that's where our differences eventually kind of subsided. And would I like to say that we're still friends to this day? 
would, but I can't. Why would I say that? Because I kind of refuse to talk to her. And she, at this point, I'm pretty sure refuses to talk to me. And I'm more than okay with that. This is As Told by Drew.
That's the smell of burning love. The town, the town, the town. You can hear it from the town. That's the sound of broken hearts corrupted from the start. It's a thin line between love and lust, feelings and trust, and wondering was I ever enough? We rack our brains, but do we ever wonder were we ever enough? But what's the difference, really, between love and lust? Weeks will pass, we let the troubles brew, knowing that they aren't for you. But deep down, there's one you trust, but in the end, was it ever enough? Call and crawl and try for love, but it was never love yet, only lust. Then a time will come when you know what feelings grow anew to become what makes us happy and the story of how we grew. We stare at un we stare an unfamiliar stare, and we think not only of us. For the individual With something much more than trust When feelings like this blossom I truly know what's amok Dear young person in curiosity You're finally falling in love This is a 10 Day Star production